Sue with Great Big Yes. Welcome to the podcast. The Great Big Yes podcast is where I talk to people who are saying yes to a greater calling on their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. Today I talked to Sunny Reed and she is a friend of mine here in Austin and this is the first time I've done the podcast face-to-face. So we were actually speaking face-to-face which was really fun um, versus just being over the phone with somebody. So I'm excited for you to meet Sunny. She has started this uh, community uh, called Restore of Lake Travis. So this is a really good podcast for people who are local here in Austin, Um, but we talk a lot about human trafficking and um, just the problem that that is worldwide. And so um, it's a great podcast, great conversation. I love Sunny. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks for being here. Hi, Sunny. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. Um, Before we get started, I just want to tell everyone how we met. Um, It's a really good story. So I moved to Austin, as most of you know, two years ago and um, went to a class called Just Moved. And um, it was at church and Sunny was one of the leaders and she is super sunny. You can't (laughs) see her, but she's beautiful and has a great smile. And her name is Sunny and she got up and she talked and she's a writer and There were just so many things about her that I felt like I could um, connect to. And so it was a lifeline at a time where I felt really lonely and lost. Mm -hmm. And um, so where had you just moved from? I had just moved back to Austin from Corpus. Okay. And I had never lived in this area of Austin. So it was much more fluent and felt really uncomfortable. Yes. And, and you were so, at the beach. I remember you saying I you had were come a beach from girl. the beach. Yes, <laughs> and wearing flip flops and jeans yeah. and t-shirts all the time too. People yeah. wearing boots and scarves and me trying to figure out exactly how not to hate all that right. and to love it and make some friends and right. and all and my they, kids had gone to school. So that was the first time for me that to have like open time. Oh yeah, trying to figure out what I'm going to do, which is why I was teaching that class, even though yeah, I was still living all that stress at the same time. Right. Well, that's the most beautiful thing about that class is, so you guys, it's this class called Just Moved. If you're in Austin, um, it's at Austin Ridge Bible Church. You should totally come. We just started our new session and there's like 35 women in it. Um, So in Austin, people are constantly moving in and moving is a thing um, (laughs) that involves a lot of emotions, um, including loss of identity and depression and anger and um, grief. And just a lot of things that we really need the Lord for. Um, And so this group, I actually had a woman tell me to go to it. And I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I was busy. I was in a rental. I didn't even really know if I was coming or going. I had been here like a week. And um, she called me the night before and she said, I'm signing you up. If you haven't signed up, you really need to go. And so um, I'm so grateful for her that she did that. And Sunny was one of the first people I met. But then we haven't seen each other for... I don't know, like a year a or two. A long time. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And then we ran into each other again at a an event for um, raising money for, it was a Be Lydia event to raise money for um, survivors of sex trafficking and all the different places in the Austin area that are serving that population. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw her again and I was super excited to see her and we started talking and so that's why she's here. She's going to talk about um, a new project that she's working on. She's started this um group called Restore of Lake Travis. And so, um, Sunny, can you just tell us what that is? So Restore of Lake Travis is sort of more like a movement, um, a group, a community group, more like um, to involve the people of Lake Travis in educating 
fundraising for and making people aware of human trafficking, sex trafficking. Um, our project right now that we're working on is in Bangladesh, and I can go into that later on. Um, but we're very new, and I've just said yes to God, and every Yay. step is what he says to do next, and I don't have a big plan, but we have, um, yeah. we've already done some good things, and it's exciting, and it feels like it makes the situation feel hopeful, even though it may not feel hopeful all the time for the survivors. I feel like I can see Jesus in it. Oh, amen. I feel like when I started learning, I just learned about this whole issue um, when I moved to Austin. Mm. And I knew that um, human slavery was an issue, but I kind of felt like it was in other countries. Right. Um, and since I moved to Austin, it's really been eye-opening because Texas has a lot of this going on, which is heartbreaking. And I feel like when I first started learning about it, I was um, so devastated and it was so dark. Me too. Yeah. Um, I remember reading a book and I had to stop mm -hmm. several times and it was almost like I couldn't believe this was even happening anywhere. Um, and so I had somebody say to me the other day, uh, you want to give your time and your talent and your treasure when you find something that breaks your heart. Right. Right. When you can't not. Yes. Right. And it just felt like when I heard about this, it was like, oh no, not on my watch. Like I can't, <laughs> right? Like I have to do something, but then it feels so overwhelming. Very much so. Right. Like what could we possibly do? So I love that you're just saying yes and not even knowing where that's leading because that's what we're all about here. Um, right. And trusting God that he's calling you into something and he's going to equip you for it. Mm -hmm. And he's going to uh, make the path clear where you should go next. Yes. So um, tell us how you, tell us about Bangladesh and how you first kind of right. had your heart broken for this cause. Okay, so to go back a little bit further, yes. um, I remember in the early 2000s watching a documentary, um, I don't know if it was a documentary, but Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore were talking about yes. it, and I think I was in my young 30s, and okay. I was literally wanted to vomit as they talked about it. I had two little girls, I don't even think I had my son yet. And I, I remember thinking it kind of disrupted me for about a day and then I had to put it away and I didn't even consciously put it away. It was, I didn't think about it anymore. And then like maybe five years later, I had Christine Kane speak at our church oh, in Corpus I love Christi. Her. She works with a 21 campaign. Yes. And I was again, kind of like, whoa, this is a really big deal. Um, but I have to say I was very mo I was very excited that she was doing something about it, yes. but I wasn't pulled at the time to do anything. Okay. So the Lord was almost like bringing it to your attention a bunch of times before he said to you, okay, now I want you to act. Yes. And it may have been my season of life or whatever, because there were people who were there and were like, we have to do something. We have to do something now. And I thought, this is interesting that I don't feel this pull. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to walk across the street, talk to my neighbor. And I was very focused on that stuff right then. So go maybe six more years later. Um, World Vision did a World Vision experience. Are you familiar with that? Yes. Um, in yes. our church parking lot. And so we, me and my family went through and so they, they take like um, almost three big semis and you go in and they make like an assimilation of what it's like to be in these countries that World Vision is helping. Oh my gosh, no, I, I mean, I'm familiar with World Vision, but I didn't know they did that. That yes. is so cool. Yes, Compassion does it also. This was my first experience with it with World Vision. Um, so you walk in and you are, it's all decorated like, for this one, you're in the bedroom of a brothel. Mm. And you it's like a bed and a pillow, and then you put headphones on and you, every, every story is narrated by 
a, a mother or a child who's experienced what World Vision's doing for them. Okay. And they're telling you, this is, these are my struggles, this is how I got through it, this is how World Vision has helped me. Um, so the one that I was so affected by was we walked into a bedroom. Now, granted, I have my 12-year-old daughter with me, yeah. um, and we're listening it to together, and a girl who had uh, been tricked into um, sex slavery, she worked in this brothel, well, she's not working, she's not getting paid, um, trapped in this brothel, and she had a baby, mm -hmm. and a lot of the girls have babies and I didn't realize that so when I walked in the room and I saw the bed as they're talking in your ears you see a teddy bear stuffed under the bed and it was very it's very jarring yes. because I already knew that these things were happening but I hadn't considered what it was like to have a baby in there yes um, and I just oh it jarred me and so when you see the you see the teddy bear and she says I had a baby in here and had World Vision not had this child protection center or school they call mm -hmm. it across the street she would be either there with me as I service all these men all day, oh my gosh. or she would be on the streets and, and her safety's at risk. Yeah, and and then also the big thing that she even saw this girl. I don't know. I think she was probably in her late twenties. Said now my daughter will know um, the tricks of this. Like so she she this will not happen to her because yes. she's getting this education and she's getting this love and she's learning about God. Yeah. across the street at this child protection center. Um. So I I. That was very hopeful and, and neat, but at the same time, because I have daughters who are 15 and 12, um, the way they made this room look is that you could, it seemed as though you were looking through a window. Yeah. And through the window, they had live, they had pictures, so it looked like you were looking through a window, but it was a picture of all these girls um, outside of a brothel between the ages of 13 and probably 20s, and I'm guessing that they're, they're waiting for work. Um, oh, and so the thing is, is that the younger ones I noticed had white makeup on and I don't know what that symbolized right. either there, it was mostly the young girls, but yeah. it, basically what it told everybody who walked by was, I'm trying available. To, I'm available. And those, that haunted me. Yeah. I kept seeing my girls having to, I mean, it's horrible enough to think of the things they have to do, but then to stand there in all your innocence and just wait for someone to, to pick you or whatever and you have to have your face painted everyone knows it just broke it broke my heart it yes. tore it to pieces um so i i just couldn't get get it out of my head and so i tried to focus on what world vision was doing and think about that but i was literally i couldn't eat i couldn't sleep i was waking up at night so i was clearly like god yes. asking me to please talk to me and so after like two days of just being horribly sad it, it took me a while to pray because I knew that the good work was going on I wasn't sure how I fit I was just really brokenhearted yeah finally I just broke down and I was crying and couldn't stop and I'm not a crier so yeah. this is my husband's like what's happening yeah. and he said why don't you get online and see what people are doing yeah um, to you, you already know about Christine Kane I was like oh yeah okay that'll make me feel feel better it was yes. at the moment it was that I needed to feel better yeah <laughs> I needed to sleep and eat and so I found all this good work people were doing, and that made me feel better. Right. Um, and I did a couple of things. A21 has a great site of 21 things you can do. So if you... Oh, I love that. If you're feeling that feeling where I just need to do something right now. Yes. Um, really good site about, here, send a letter to a victim. Here's the address uh, yes. or a survivor. Um, different little things like that. Put the human trafficking number in your phone. So if you ever saw anything. Yes. So I did that, and I kind of felt a release, but then I felt this press of like, well, we're really not done with this subject, Sunny, and yes. I still sort of felt, um, you know, burdened mm. to the point where now I'm kind of eating and sleeping and normal, but not functioning as far as not being able to really focus on 
what needs to go on in my house and kids because it's just pressing on me. Yes. And um, so I thought, okay, God, what do you want? What do you want me to do? And so I kept look, look okay, where do you want me to serve? Now I know there's lots of good work going on. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Yeah. So after about a week, I went circled all the way back to what World Vision was doing. And, yeah. th- and they have this great thing called Women of Vision. Mm. And Women of Vision was started for women just like myself who said, okay, these problems are going on. Mm-hmm. And they are focused mostly internationally. I think they have some um, stateside things too. But this is going on and we're here and what can we do? Mm-hmm. Well, we can fundraise, we can advocate for, we can educate. And they pick a, um, a project that they want to put their efforts toward. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you just like get a little tribe of women around you and you work towards that. You can read, you can pray. Cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I immediately did that. Set up yeah. my circle. Okay, I have my thing, and then I had no people in my circle. <laughs> and so I, you know, I was like, okay, guys. So I've already told all my friends. I, people's eyes have glazed over. I've been yeah. talking about this to everybody, and no one's really stepped up and been like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do this too. Um, but it's a hard topic, right? So hard. And I think some people just kind of shy away from it. Like, they're just, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, and you don't want people to have so to almost dark. wear it. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, I'm gonna give this to you right now while we're eating lunch. Oh, you know totally. that you have to think yes. about this. So you have to think about how to present it. But but through that, the women, the two women that came out, um, my best friend, and she took a while because she wasn't gonna just hop on board because I was. So right. she did her own research and she came to this passion on her own. Yeah. Good. And then we and then I had one of my other daughter my daughter's best friend's mom, when I told her what I was doing, she's like, I'm in. Yeah. Whatever you do, I I've, I cannot stop thinking about this. Yes. I just need someone to guide me. Yeah. And has the time. She's a single mom, she works and so those were my two. So we kind of decided let's have a good name, let's get people involved, let's yes. plan some activities and so that's what we've done. Um and uh, there's more parts, I guess you can. So you later. guys had um, a dress sale recently. So yes. tell me about that. Like, what did you? What was that? Because I thought that was such a good idea. Yeah, that was fun. So I just we have a citywide garage sale, and I had read lots of people do garage sales for orphans and do garage sales that sell stuff, but we can't have garage sales in Lakeway. But <laughs> you can have a city. You can be part of their citywide garage sale, right. which is great because it's more exposure. You buy a booth for really cheap, and so we just emailed. Everybody that had come to our, uh, we had had a restore launch at my house, mm-hmm. and I had given the same story and told people, hey, this is a problem. Who wants to be involved? And these are some things you can Did do. Did you get more people that wanted to be involved at that point? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Several that were like um, on board and lots who were really encouraging. Okay. Um, so it was, I was a room full of women with eyes wide open, and it was awesome because it wasn't about the coffee or the wine. Yes. It was about we really want to do something about this. I love it was that. Really and encouraging. I, and I do think people want to serve. They do. And they don't know how, and so that's awesome. Just kind of giving them a place to say, "Hey, we're all brokenhearted for the same thing." Yeah. And um, I don't know where it's going, but I feel God calling us to do something, and then that you can encourage each other too, mm-hmm. and lift each other up in that as well. So that's awesome. So the dress sale was really cool because yeah. people felt like. They can do something because yes. it's, they're kind of nervous to say, "Oh, I want to be part of your." They, and women of vision, they call it a circle because what does that mean? Like, I had a friend be like, "A circle seems like it's just going to go forever, and am I ever <laughs> going to get out?" She's like, "I kind of want to know like what things I can do," and I totally right. get that. Not everyone's going to feel like me. They have other passions, other yes. things. So the dress sale, I had girls drop off dresses to my house for a whole month. Just took dresses to the garage sale. Yeah. And so we had dress donations. We sold the dresses. And then everybody who came by to buy a dress, we were able to tell them where this these funds were going. Awesome. And it was awesome. It wasn't super lucrative, but yeah. I think it was um, it was just what God wanted. It it's was bringing step. awareness. Yeah. It's taking that first step. And I think sometimes we don't take the step until we know what the end result's going to be, right? And that's not trusting. 
Um, and so, and that's in our own strength and that's also kind of about us. Yes. Um, like, well, I know I'm going to be successful. So here I go doing this. Look at me. Whereas right now you just keep pointing to the Lord. You're like, I don't know, but the Lord asked me to do this. I don't know. Right. So it's making his name famous. And when he's ready, the next step will happen. So I love that. And obeying him. Obeying. Because this isn't an issue that can have an end result that I can do. I cannot end slavery. You know? Right. And I could have a billion so dollars from Michael Dell tomorrow, and it's still going to be there. We the should next day. Him hit him up. Though, we should. He's yes. in Austin. Yes. yes, we should. <laughs> yes. But God really helped <laughs> help me see that this is why He's not letting me just plan everything ahead because yes. I could get all that money. All that, Bam! There's other yeah. organizations that already have that money. It's still there. So what yes. are these small things we need to be doing yes. every day or putting out there for other people to do that will slowly make a difference? Right. And as you're doing these things and as people are coming on board and as we're looking at a problem that's so large, you yes. can't solve it. Um, it just leads us all to lean deeper into oh, the Lord yes. and our relationship with him because he can, I mean, he's the great healer. He can, right. Yes. He can do the impossible, right. He is light in the darkness. And so he is light and, and his light, I'm going to cry. His light <laughs> cannot be Quenched. No, it can't. That's so right? true. And it feels very dark. And it feels what... so dark and it's heavy. It's actually heavy. Like when I was reading that book, I remember feeling um, like inside, like exhausted. Oh, oh to yes. the point where you just almost, you just couldn't read anymore. You couldn't. And I remember mentioning it to my husband because um, I had gone through um, trauma sensitive holy yoga training and I was going to teach, um, I still hope to teach holy yoga at the refuge, which is being oh. built for survivors of sex trafficking. Um, and I remember telling my husband about it as I was going through all this and, um, he was like, wow. And he saw how it was affecting mm -hmm. me and he was like, are you sure? Right. Because he didn't feel that same calling. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was kind of in a different phase of it. So he was like, this is really dark. Are mm -hmm. you sure? Mm -hmm. And I think it is scary for people, even like you said, I'm sorry I'm handing this to you at lunch. You know, sometimes you mention it to people and the look on their face, they're just like, no, 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 no not today. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and it's true. It's, and so it's it's about really listening to the Lord and spending that time with him. And, and is this for you? Is this something you want to um, and pursue? And you need him's help in it. Yes. And not everyone's called to pursue it that's with the right. same passion. You know, that's, that's right. kind of what I feel like my job is to give people things they can do toward it. And as, as a whole, we yes. can make a big dent. And I love that. When God's printing something on your heart, it doesn't go away. No. You don't have to wonder. Right yeah. now, I'm not wondering. I've right even now. asked him, there's times I wish, what did you get, why didn't you give me a different passion? Mm. But it was much more easier just to teach Bible study yes. or just moved. Those, yes. And it's very rewarding. Yes. This is like dark and it doesn't go away. And I literally sometimes want to just put it all in the trash can and be like, new thing, please. Right. Can I have a new thing? Oh, and, and that's such a good point, but it's not, it's not even, it's almost like I can feel God laughing. Like, you know, I don't have to wonder. Right. And so I want to say that to all women, you don't have to wonder, you know, mm -hmm. when something's being pressed upon you. And if nothing is, you just keep obeying with the small things. I love it's all that. small things. Even what I'm doing is small. Before we started, we were talking about yes. what are we doing? We don't always know. We don't know. And 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 if you just say, here I am, Lord, what do you want me to do? That's a scary question because he's going to ask you to do something you're uncomfortable with. Yes. Because 
And we were saying when we were younger, we used to kind of do the things like, oh, lead the Bible study and every, everybody looks nice and everything's, you know, really kind of tied up in this bow and it's happy and it's pleasant. <laughs> and um, and then you get a little bit older and you go, okay, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ready to get my hands dirty, Lord. Like I want a little bit more. I'm feeling a calling to something deeper. Um, and sometimes we'll never see what the end result is. We'll never see have we affected people um, right. in a positive way. Have we led anyone to Jesus, right? He's doing that work mm -hmm. through us, but we don't even know, and we're just his instrument, which I think is so um, beautiful and exciting, but at times you're going, wait, what, what am I doing, you know? Yes. When, when I talk to a good friend of mine, I say she's my spiritual mentor, but she would say we're like best friends, and I called her talking about this subject. She was saying, this is dark, but the thing is, is that that Jesus is with the suffering. So yes. when we get into the suffering, we can experience part of him that we haven't before. Yes. And amen. That's in it's freeing. It's it opens you up for for more of a relationship with him. At the yes. same time, you know, um you might ask me about this later on, but I'm No, go ahead. You get angry about these issues and you have to decide, do I am I having a faith crisis or am I just going to obey or where am I going to go with this? Right. Because all the pat answers I had given lots of people before about why bad things happen to good people. And I had talked in Bible study. None of, none of them were working for me. Yes. And so I spent some weeks, like, I'm glad we're tight enough, God, for me to tell you how mad I am that you don't just take care of this. Yes. And I, I felt like, you know, he, he spoke to me in different ways, and he hasn't answered all my questions, and he's not going to. Yes. Um, I, I really struggled with, why are you, now are you asking me to pray? Like, I wanted, I would have liked to have started praying for this a long time ago. Right. Well, what about all that time? Did I waste it? And he's yeah. like, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to pray now. Right. Are you going to do it? Right. Are you going to pray for these girls now? And trying to pray for a huge issue like this is a whole other conversation. It's yes. very hard. It is very hard. It's very hard to know if you can make a difference. It's very hard to know where to start. All of that. Say, yes. But I do love that idea that you're questioning. What about in like what about before? Why didn't you ask me before? Yes. But don't you feel like when you look back now, at least for me in my own walk and kind of ministry or things I've tried to do in my own strength, I'm I realized in a lot of that nothing's wasted and he was preparing me for what he's gonna ask me to do next. And so we always have to like look ahead with our eyes on Jesus and be like, Okay, what now? Right? Like because he, he, you weren't ready. Right, and he can do it all without us. Yes. He can find people to do it. It's not like it just now started because I started praying for He doesn't it. need us. Yeah, he just asked yes. me, now this is what I want you to do. Yes. But, but he also, when you come with these hard issues, he asked to make a difference. He asked us to pray. Yes. And so you you were like, well, I want everyone to pray for this so that, yes. you know, it, it, it happens. Yeah, so. but I love that he touches everybody for different causes, right? Yes. And, and, and he breaks your heart for something or lights you on fire about something else that's different from the other person. Mm -hmm. And um, he needs, like, he doesn't need us, you're right. He can do it himself, but he uses he chooses us. chooses to use us. He chooses to use us. And um, it's an honor, really, yes. and a privilege to be called. Yeah, yes, it's an honor and a privilege to pray for those those girls that that's happening to. to yes. Um, yeah. To and, come to them with... Uh, when we went to this Be Lydia conference, one of the girls who works in Asia said, when I sit with these survivors who she's trying to send home, we both need Jesus to show up. That's I don't right. know what to do. They don't know what to do. Right. I feel like that's how life is. And yes. when we, so when I'm praying for someone I can't see are these girls that I want, I, I know that um, efforts are being made to rescue girls 
in China every day. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know them. But when I can pray for them that way, I'm wanting God to show up, and they are too. It kind of puts us on the same level. Not like, I'm so blessed, so now I can give my time back. You know, oh my goodness, on, yes. I, I, I know you have that same yes. thing going. But I, I do, and I feel like, yes, I mean... It's almost like that whole, you know, when we're, um, when we understand the grace of God and what a gift that is, yes. we just want to give that to other people. And so when we understand that our worthiness comes from being a daughter of the King and, you know, the creator of the universe loves us and created us, um, in his image, we are worthy of love. We want to tell other people that as well. That's good news for everybody. So, but it's not because we know more, it's because we also feel sometimes unworthy and we also we understand what it feels like to be in pain now we don't understand this kind of pain and, and i think that's part of why True. i hesitated is um when i first started hearing about it i thought well what could i possibly right. do right like you said from the suburbs right like we are you know we have not felt this pain no we have not um, and it seems so unbearable, but he can still use us. And I think what I love is in scripture, it says, when we are weak, he is strong. Mm -hmm. So he, that posture of not knowing what to do is kind of right where we need to be. <laughs> yes. Cause then his power and might is what we're going on, what we're trusting. Yes. Right. Not our own. And he's sort of leveled the playing field for me because I used to feel like the need is there. As Christians, I feel like we need to be taking care of these needs. Yes. Um, these justice issues are important. But if you look at how Jesus is looking at all these people, he's not telling me, um, he's telling me that the relationship that he has with my neighbor, that he wants to have with my neighbor, is exactly as, as much as important as the relationship he wants when he restores this this woman who's a survivor. It's the same. Mm -hmm. So that's why we called it Restore because I feel like I want to give women a chance to experience Jesus through this sort of work, but that they also can know they can be restored unto him. Like yes. I have been, like those girls need to be. Yes. Um, I feel like that's important for us to remember. We're all on the same plane. It's a it just level looks really different. And you're right. right. We are physically not experiencing what they are and I, what they are experiencing. Why? I don't know. I don't have those answers. Right. I just know that we're supposed to... Help, help if we can <laughs> in any way. Yes. Um, how can people help? So tell me what else Restore has going on. I know you have something coming up. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, for Restore, we have, uh, we're trying to make a community, make the community aware mm -hmm. by the, the nice librarian let us show um, a, a movie called Sold. Um, it's based on a book that was a fiction novel about a girl who um, was tricked into sex slavery she was living in the Himalayas and she needed work so somebody came and said hey we can get you work so your family can have a roof and they took her and then they took her into India and she's now in a um, in a oh. house so in the movie she does get rescued at the end um, but it's done really well and it's mm -hmm. kind of shows exactly how how that works and how that looks okay um, so the library is gonna show it and it's like one of those ones where you can't just show any time you have to we had to pay to get them to show it yeah so the friends of the library paid for that we were very oh, happy nice. that they did that and then um the room seats 50 people so it's 50 it's the first 50 that come okay. um it's a free event and i'm just hoping because what you said was so true you, there's so many people actually who are moving to texas from other places yes they don't know that it's so it's so prevalent in texas but we also have learned it's prevalent everywhere, everywhere. but it's yes. really prevalent in texas so we're having all these people move here especially in lake travis yes. from other places and I don't think they know exactly what it looks like. Yes. Um, 
there's a whole other side of what it looks like locally, but right now this is what we're this is what this movie is, is what it looks like internationally. Okay, awesome. I remember hearing about it for the first time when I was in Chicago from the um, International Justice Mission. Yes. Too. Um, and I, I remember somebody saying, you know, it's happening in Chicago too. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my first exposure to it. And so again, when I look back, I think I've also been introduced to it mm-hmm. many times and had never really, it had never really touched me where I felt like I needed to do something until I heard a survivor speak at Austin Ridge mm. and she um, spoke about um, her experience and it was heartbreaking and um, but I love the movie idea so if people want to go where do they go the to- Lake Travis Community Library okay. September 22nd at 6 p.m. okay it's awesome free it's free and they don't need to get advanced tickets nope okay and then um, what is your do you have a website a Facebook page or anything like that, that you- yes we actually have we just switched so we had a Facebook page and then we switched it to a closed group for security reasons okay so you can go to um, restore of Lake Travis and I think it can come up like closed group and mm-hmm. then you click on that and then you can ask to be a member okay awesome um, and we would love that we just had to do that for security reasons um, yeah because the nature of the language on the other site was felt like it was attracting people that we didn't want it to attract okay um, Okay, but that's what you can do. And then we're going to be doing things like we're having all. We're one of our other focuses is to have all our daughters have a big um, part in this, and so we're still trying to see exactly what that looks like. So one of the things is they want to make some necklaces. They have a really cool idea with some necklaces, and we're going to be selling those. And then that's all going to go toward our Bangladesh project. Um, awesome. So if you are in Lake Travis area and you see a bunch of girls selling necklaces <laughs> um, that say "Restore" on them, that's what that's about. Oh, I love that. Yes, I love the idea of getting our daughters involved as well. Oh, me that's, too. I think that's a huge, huge part of it. That's awesome. Okay, so we are nearing kind of the end of our time, but um, I would like to ask you kind of I think an important question um, just through this process. But we I feel like we've kind of talked about it already, but. How do you think the Lord is transforming you um, by calling you into this? That's a great question. Lots of transformation. I would say, like before we actually started recording, we were talking about I'm 40 now and I feel like he's humbling me in lots of ways. And so one big change is I'm not up teaching Bible study making connections, leading, people telling me, oh, that was a great lesson, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing something that's darker and feels different and and it doesn't have an outcome like, boom, we did this. Um, So he's really humbling me and drawing me to him and helping me see how I am just like one step. My my soul is the exact same as these girls, these survivors. Um, And that's where I am. It's just, it's open, it's... um, not that I have doubted him, I've grown closer to him as I'm searching for the whys of why I said these certain things my whole life. And he's been really loving and to give me answers, and but also remind me that I'm not going to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel much clo- I feel much closer to God. Yes. Much. Because I have to rely on him because I feel like he sees me because it's all him. Whatever is going to happen is him. Yes. He pressed this on me. Um, he's the only light. So um, I just feel, and I needed that. You know, you go for a long, you go through seasons where you're on fire mm-hmm. and I had a season like that in college and then you other seasons where maybe what when I was leading a women's ministry in Corpus Christi and I, I felt close to him then too. Yeah. Um, but then you have seasons where you're just kind of getting through life and yeah. and some of those same things don't make you feel closer to him. That's right. 
And, and I think those things are great, by the way. I, I think know. going to Bible study and all those things are wonderful. Totally. Um, but where we are on my couch with my journal and me staring going, why are these horrible things happening? It's, yes. it's drawing me to him. It's drawing me to the scriptures. And then it's, it's been wonderful. It's gold. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. Yeah. My, I have a friend who says that all of us want to be relevant and fabulous and beautiful, right? And we, yes. we perform and we strive a lot in our lives to be those things. And, um, I think as we get closer to the Lord and we read more of his word and everything, he kind of breaks all that down. Yeah. And, and, and I agree. I mean, you're only 40, I'm 47. So as we go and the kids get older and, you know, been married 23 years and you go through life and you just learn so much about yourself, you realize I don't really know anything. <laughs> you know what? Yes, that's the other thing he is teaching me. I really thought I wasn't judgmental. Yeah. Um, and it's not so much I was judgmental as much as I was like, well, I'm not ever going to do that. That's right. You know, my teenager will mm -hmm. never wear short shorts, <laughs> which is if you look at my Facebook, you see my teenager and whatever. Right. The thing is, is that I'm not, he is teaching me to stop doing that and just yes. be where I am. And that's right. That's their story. Yes. That's their story. I don't have any business in, in that judging. Right. That's not my business. That's right. Eyes on Jesus, right? We don't look yes. to the left and the right. No. Comparison is the tool of the devil, right? Yes. So there's so many things that we learn kind of over the years, but, um, what I love is that it's true. And, and we can see it in our own lives. He's making us more and more like him yeah. every day. Yeah. And that's so great. So um, thank you. This has been amazing. Thank and, you for um, having me. Is there anything else you wanted to mention kind of before we pray? I want to pray at the end. Oh, but. you're sweet. I just want to tell everyone that Sue is <laughs> so inspired. You are so inspirational because mm -hmm. I was thinking about this as I was driving over. I was nervous because I hadn't done a podcast interview, but I wasn't nervous because it was you. When you walk in a room, and I know people have probably told you this, mm. you light it up, but not just that. You make that person feel like they are the most important person, which is why this is the thing you should be doing. Oh, thank you. Because you're going to cheerlead all of these people mm. who are doing great things um, that aren't, like we said, right now they're not maybe in the in the limelight, and right. they may never be, Right. but it's still significant. And so you keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Because you're definitely using the gifts God gave you. Oh, thank definitely. you. I received that. <laughs> we were talking earlier about how my daughter said something to me, and I said, I don't receive yeah. that. So we have teenage girls, and that's yes. a whole nother podcast. Oh, boy, that'd be a fun one. Yes. yes. But we yeah. don't know any answers, so we can't do that podcast we yet. Don't. We don't. Well, it's kind of like what we're saying today. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to lead into the Lord a lot in our uh, uh, mothering mm -hmm. as well. Um, all right, so what I would love to do is I've prayed for people before on the podcast, and I've had people pray on the podcast, but I would love to do kind of a joint thing with you. Okay. Can we do that? Yes. Um, so we'll just hop back and forth. I can kind of start and I'll end, but I want you to jump in with what you want to pray for as okay. well. Okay. I love it. Um, yeah. So Father God, thank you. Um, just for Sunny, thank you for the calling on her life. Thank you for the way that she is um, answering that call with a yes, a great big yes. And thank you for um, just being with us when we don't know what's next, Lord. Thank you for clearing the path and going first. Um, thank you mostly for just that deep intimacy that we get to feel with you, um, that way that you know us and you love us anyway, um, that you love us even when we see things about ourselves being revealed that maybe aren't, um, aren't our best, that you see us and you love us and you walk us through that and you restore us. And so, Lord, we just, um, we thank you for just all of it. I lift up Restore of Lake Travis to you. 
um, I just lift up just this whole community and um, it's yours and so we trust you with its growth and um, with whatever you have next with any event that you're planning any um, monetary uh, abundance that's going to come in will be from you Lord and given right back to your cause here um, we just pray for them we pray for growth we pray for um, people to see what's happening um, we pray for um, people to take action uh, for justice we pray for the justice system Lord in the United States that they would um, that they would recognize these girls as victims Lord and not criminals that they would um, um, also have broken hearts for this and that they would um, work to protect the victims God I pray right along with that that you would help us to see um, see these girls differently and see them as as victims and that we could get to the root of the problem in our society at some point and make some good traction toward um, making a difference I just guide us on, um, on what's broken and how we can fix it within our society um, and I just pray for I pray for Sue's ministry right here at Great Big Yes that um, that you would just be with her and encourage her and the people that after they leave or they're done doing their podcast that um, you would just shine that person's light around and your light would be spread because of it and more people would just know and feel your love and um, more people would come to know who you are and the grace that you have for everyone. Yes. Um, thank you for your grace. Thank you for um, all that you've done for us. We, we're, we're more than grateful and we, we're so privileged to be able to understand that. We're privileged to be able to do work for you. Um, and thank you for using us. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for um, the way that you connect us, the way that um, you see us and you see what we need and you connect us to other people that have a heart like ours. Um, you connect us to people that will help us grow on our path to being more like you and you connect us to um, joy and mm -hmm. peace and um, abundance. And Lord, we're just grateful that um, we get to walk with you. Um, I couldn't think of doing it any other way. And so I just thank you that when we're weak, you're strong. And when it's dark, you're light. And that nothing can quench that light. And so we're grateful. Um, thank you again for this time with Sunny. Thank you for what you're doing in Texas. Lord, thank you for Texas. Um, and for all the amazing people that are here um, that are working um, and that love you, Lord, that it's okay here to talk about you openly and that um, that we celebrate that we are um, just one of your children. Um, we just were so um, honored to be that, that that is who we are because whose we are is yours. And so um, we just root ourselves down in that no matter where we are or what we're doing, Lord. We just, um, we have faith and we trust you. We love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen.